What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy, Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet, and today we're going to be looking at yet another random magic card. That's right. And as always, this is unedited, unscripted. This is totally off the dome, whatever comes to mind. And I'm going to go ahead and press that random card button right now. So we are looking at Gitaxian Probe, or Gitaxian Probe. I'm not sure exactly how to... How to say it. I think it's Gitaxian Probe, and this particular one is a uh, Friday Night Magic promo edition. Um, this was originally printed, if I'm not mistaken, in the Scars of Mirrodin block, somewhere in there. And uh, Gitaxian Probe is an interesting one because this card reads super duper innocent, but I understand that it's not, to the point where it's actually been banned in a couple of formats that are pretty gnarly so gitaxian probe um but so what does it do so it costs one blue phyrexian mana we're gonna get into that um but okay so once you've paid for it it's a sorcery so we don't get the uh, advantage of it being an instant speed look at target player's hand and draw a card that's all it does that's all it does um it it looks like it doesn't really do anything you, like you just cycle it and you get to look at your opponent's hand. It's really funny when you compare Gitaxian Probe or Gitaxian Probe. Again, I'm going to interchange between those throughout the course of this talk, guys. I don't know what to tell you. So, with Gitaxian Probe here, which actually, now that I'm actually just making a connection here, Gingitaxis, the, the Praetor. It's the Gitaxian Probe. I don't know why I never put those together, but clearly this probe is done by or in the name of Gingitaxis by one of his minions, presumably, or himself. I don't know. Or itself? I don't really know how Praetor genders work. In any event, Gitaxian Probe here is, uh, it looks like it does almost nothing. You just draw a card, it replaces itself, and you get to see your opponent's hand. However, in a control deck, getting perfect intel on your opponent's opening hand is a pretty big deal knowing exactly what they have exactly how they want to curve out so that you can time your disruption spot on is phenomenal and on top of that special thanks to phyrexian mana you can pay two life instead of paying this mana cost so at any time you can just take two to just see your opponent's hand and it replaces itself in your hand. It's not even like you have to... Re like, If anything, this actually thins your library slightly, too. So you don't even have the card disadvantage. Now, if it didn't have the draw card on it, this card would be, I mean, con considerably less valuable, potentially unplayable. Like, it would be nowhere near what it is. Um, yeah... And so when I say that it's actually been banned in a couple of formats, it has been banned in Modern, Legacy, and Pauper, and it is restricted in Vintage. It is perfectly legal in Commander, but in every other format that this thing should theoretically be playable in, it is either banned or restricted. That is how dominant this card is. And I feel like Gitaxian Probe actually getting banned in Legacy and in um, Modern is very similar to Lutri the Spell Chaser getting banned in Commander. Because when you looked at the original companion rules, Lutri looked like an absolute free card that any deck running blue and red should just have because there was no downside. It gave you such an incredible option to just have an extra resource for free. There was no deck building restriction that you needed to worry about. It didn't interact with the cards in your hand at all. It just, it was free 
you might as well have it. Gitaxian Probe is almost the exact same thing for Modern and Legacy, because what is it? It costs you two life to see your opponent's hand, and then you draw a card. Like, it's just so good. And the fact is, you can activate this, before, you know, if you're on the play, you get to see everything in your opponent's hand before they get a chance to go. You have a perfect intelligence on your opponent. That is fantastic. And I find it really funny. Oh, and on top of that, because you're paying life to spend the cost, you still get to play whatever you wanted on turn one. So you still get to play your turn one. You just pay two life. And I'll tell you right now, two life for that level of information on your opponent, like if, and especially if you think in Legacy, if you have a force of will back, Legacy is a format where single turn combo wins are possible. That can happen. And so you might be holding on to a force of will, which is almost the only way to respond to one of those, you know, instant turn one kills. Well, if you have a Cataxian probe, you know whether or not you need to hold back the force, you know, hold back force will or hold back mana for a spell pierce or any other like one drop or mystic dispute. You know, I don't know if those are getting play in legacy, but you can you know whether or not you need to hold the mana back and hold the cards back in order to disrupt what part of your opponent's combo. It's just phenomenal because in those formats, in those eternal formats, the games often come down to the the game is won or lost in your hand and on the stack, which is something that you don't see that much in most standard environments or in Commander where the game is won or lost on the board. And that's that's a big difference. It's a big difference. And so being able to disrupt or even just look at your opponent's hand effectively for, for basically for free. I mean, two life is nothing. And the thing is, because you can pay two life, the fact that it's a blue card is irrelevant. You don't need blue mana in order to cast this. So as a result, every single deck that can run four of these in a constructive, competitive, one-on-one -on -one environment, you just should. There's no reason not to. They are fantastic. And again, take the draw card off of the, off the name. All of a sudden, it's like, you take draw a card off of this card. So it's just two life, look at your opponent's hand. Then all of a sudden, you have the downside of being down one card yourself. And so that limits the number of options that you have moving forward, and all you got to do was look at what your opponent's doing. Now, in a lot of cases, that could still be worth it. In some cases, that's a real significant cost. And in that situation, you would stop and think about it. And so that's a situation where I feel like this card would be balanced Still very good, but balanced. The fact that it's a cantrip and it replaces itself, that's ridiculous. The amount of value you get off this thing is phenomenal. And it's funny to look at that because as a casual player, or as a, you know, if you may be a new player, you might look at it and go, I just look at their hand. You know, at the same time, like, there's an artifact called Glasses of Urza, which is the most awkward name. It's not Urza's Glasses. Mm -mm, nope, it's Glasses of Urza because it's fantasy. We need to slap that of in there. It's very important. Just trust me. Um, but... So, yes, it's the return of the king. Thank you very much. Anyway, not the king's return. Mm -mm, no, we need our of. <laughs> Sorry, that's a random tangent, but it's true. Look at all, like, look at your favorite fan. Like, go over to your bookshelf right now. Look at five fantasy titles, and I guarantee you there's at least one of in there, if not two or three. 
just just go look. Eye of the World, Revenge of Ravens, Dance of Dragons, Game of Thrones. It's and okay, those are I'm not I'm not meaning to pick on George R. R. Martin. I can think of a handful as well. Like one of my favorites growing up was uh, Time of Omen, Days of Blood and Fire by Catherine Kerr. Excellent uh, series, by the way. If you haven't eh, the the Devery cycle starts with Dagger Spell. Check it out. Anyway, um, so Gitaxian Probe. As a casual player, you look at it. So, glasses of Urza, the of rant. Did I mention these are unedited and unscripted? Okay, so glasses of Urza. It is an artifact that costs one. So it's one colorless. You, well, one generic. You can put it in any deck you want, and it's an artifact that you can tap. Look at target player's hand. Now, Gitaxian Probe has been banned in all of the formats where it's legal, and the the single turn that you get it down. There is all, there's a very small difference between Gitaxian Probe and Glasses of Urza. Now, Glasses of Urza is a junk common that's been reprinted like five or six times that is going for maybe, I don't know, it's like 75 cents last I looked at it, like not even a dollar. Um, and it's usually just like a silly thing for Commander, almost exclusively. Like, it's just not a good card. But it does almost the same thing, except for a few details. One, you, you don't draw a card. When you play Glasses of Urza, that's the biggest thing. If Glasses of Urza had, when this comes into play, draw a card, completely different story. Now, Glasses of Urza allows you to check and look at your opponent's hand every single turn, so you get to see every single card they drew. That's amazing, if you really stop and think about it. However, it does cost you a card, and it's a permanent that needs to stick on the battlefield and stay there. So those are all reasons why it's nowhere near as good as this. It's not a free roll. You have to to invest in making it work you have to and in a lot of other formats you just don't get the value for doing that you know could you put glasses of Urza in a legacy deck sure you could um actually i'm gonna go ahead and just pull it up real quick so if you're watching on the YouTube feed, you can take a look at them. Um, yeah, so Glasses of Urza, it's just, and it's perfectly legal and legacy, vintage, uh, pauper, commander, like it's, it's, this thing is legal everywhere. And it is very, very similar, except you have to pay mana, you don't get to draw a card, so it doesn't replace itself, and then it has to stick. And you have to be able to use it. So something like Karn the Great Creator shuts this off, whereas it doesn't touch Gitaxian Probe. Now, is that a significant difference? No, because the major benefit that you're going to be getting off of this is on turn one. So in this situation, it, that's irrelevant. The fact that you don't get to, um, the fact that like okay by turn three or turn two if they hit like a dark ritual or something, um, or I mean if we're, we're dealing with legacy and well if we're dealing with vintage you could be dealing with Moxen and stuff and that could be a whole other story. But in any event, the fact that you won't be able to use it after turn one in some cases isn't really that big of a deal. Um, but with Gitaxian Probe. It's. It only costs life. You don't even have to spend mana for it. It's almost free. It is like this is the next best thing to free. This this is a sorcery that is constantly ninety five percent off. Like this is, there is so little cost to running this, and the opportunity cost of not running this. If this is legal in the format and you don't have four in your deck. You are choosing to play blind because your opponent can just know everything that you want to do and you don't get to see what they want to do. And that, to me, 
really is the indicator of a card that is ban worthy. And it is. This is truly ban worthy because there's almost no reason not to play it. Actually, straight up, there is no reason not to play it. You should just have these in your deck if you have a deck. And see, that's the thing. There are a lot of cards out there, like the Castle Cycle from Eldraine, whereas if you are running basic lands, you should have them in there because they're just good and there's almost no opportunity cost to have them. Almost. But there is an opportunity cost and there are situations in which they're not viable and they're not a good idea and you're not going to get any upside from having them. Meanwhile, with the Jitaxian Probe, or Gitaxian Probe, Gitaxian Probe, so with Gitaxian Probe, the thing about it is, it is totally free. If you have a deck that is in Legacy or Modern or Vintage, you should run these, which is why it's banned, <laughs> because the price on that would skyrocket. There's no freaking way they could print enough to demand so that every single player with every single deck could have four of them. That's absurd truly absurd and that is also the exact same reason why the power nine are banned because with the moxin with the lotus like with black lotus that card is phenomenal every single deck is made better by having it period end of discussion they all are getaxian probe is also a card that just by virtue of how it's designed every single deck would be better if they had this in there. With the exception of Commander, that is the only situation in which it's not really the top notch. It's not really that wonderful because you're interacting with at least three other hands. And so the moment you're interacting with that many other hands, the amount of information that you get is drastically limited. And so as a result, even though two life is not is not much in Commander, and let's be honest, you might also be in a situation where you just have one blue mana to spend, so you might as well. So even then, all of a sudden, it's still good. It is still a very, very good card, but it's not game-defining. There, and, and on top of that, because the Phyrexian mana is blue, by virtue of the way that the color identity in Commander works, you are limited to only putting this in decks that have access to blue. So that's good. So there's a natural restriction there. And in those situations, it would make sense if you want to see your opponent's hand. If there's benefit for you checking out your opponent's hand, Gitaxian Probe is worth it. You know, and like if there are decks where you're running specific counter spells, or if you're looking to, um, there's a there's a red card, I think it's, I wonder if they throw, not throw the possibility. It's, um, anyway, but there are cards that allow you to like steal stuff out of your opponent's hands and cast them, you know, those types of things. Now, being able to see what your opponents are doing, yeah, being, having access to their hand is really, really useful. And so being able to see being able to see one hand in a turn to identify whether or not you want to make a move against that hand is useful. I can appreciate that. There's definite there's definitely an application, but it's far more limited. It's far more isolated and the the impact is far less. And interestingly enough, in Commander, you're probably better off going with Glasses of Verza because you get to do it a lot more. And as a game drags out longer, you get a greater and greater benefit off of this. So just throwing that out there. All right, guys, this has been Gitaxian Probe or Jitaxian Probe. Not sure how to pronounce that. If anyone would uh, would let me know, I'd appreciate it. You can let me know over uh, on Twitter, at Hawks42. I'm also on Discord. Link is in the description below. Um, this podcast is available anywhere you get your podcast, as well as on YouTube in video form. And, yeah, I also stream over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash hamhawks42. Thank you so much for hanging out. You guys are an absolute treat. And stay safe out there, and I'll catch you next time.